Welcome to this first edition of the NFL Betting Sports Podcast. This is Matt Vatcher here with the MVP. Today is a, a new new type of podcast that we're going to be trying out. Uh, we're going to do we're going to talk about a lot of the sports betting this week for each NFL week. I'll be joined with Jake Bishop. Uh, he and I have been sports betting for about four or five years now. Not sure if that's a good thing or not, but it's the truth. So. We're going to be uh, talking about what bets we like for the week. Um, we're going to give you guesses on what teams we like, what spreads we like. Um, and then we're going to kind of keep track throughout the rest of the season and see uh, how our bets did. But obviously, we're not trying to lose money. We're trying to win money. So we're going to give you our best thoughts. Um, and we're really excited to get into this. Uh, like I said, we've been doing, we've been betting for a while. And I think it's just going to be a good outlet for us to, you know, talk through our picks, what we like, what we don't like, where we agree, where we disagree, and uh, we'll see where we turn up. So stay tuned. I'm going to have Jake on here in just a moment, and we're going to we're going to try to win some money. around 5 30 p.m tonight we have patriots and colts jake how you doing today bud i'm doing pretty good man it's thursday one more day till friday then the weekend baby yes sir and best part about tonight we have the colts patriots two great quarterbacks and um been looking forward to this game as a patriots fan and for everyone out there that doesn't know what she obviously don't jake is a saints fan so whenever you start seeing some saints bias on this pod then you know what's going on Really looking forward to tonight's game, honestly. Uh, but I'm going to be biased with the Saints. I mean, that's just who I am. I love the Saints. Three and one start. Can't complain, really, but... So don't bet on the Saints is basically what I'm telling you. Don't listen to me on any Saints pick because <laughs> I will likely pick them. But anyway, so let's go into tonight. Tonight the Colts are visiting the Patriots, and the Patriots just caught fire last game. Looks like Tom Brady's back to being himself. Looks like the defense is still... Looking good, only give up seven points to the Dolphins. Uh, Jake, what do you make out of this uh, line? We have a ten and a half point line as of Thursday. Uh, Patriots favorite, obviously. So you know, a lot of people look at the spread and they're just like, ten and a half. That's a lot of points. But if you think about it, I think what was the spread last week? And maybe it was like per Patriots. Patriots? Yeah. It was seven. It was seven, and then they ended up blowing them out. Yep. And you know, for me, Patriots are getting Edwin back. That's a huge part of their offense. Josh Gordon, he's coming into his second game now, so he's kind of getting a little rhythm with Tom Brady. Got to hurt Gronk, but he is supposed to play tonight. Yeah, he's active. He is active. So This will be the first time Gronk and Edelman have played together since November 2016. That is just crazy to think (laughs) about. I mean, those guys just... Almost two years. I guess they just can't keep on the same field at the same time, which is, you know, unfortunate because they're such talented players and... You know, I guess that would have been their Super Bowl year, correct? Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, I I have uh, Patriots minus ten and a half, and I actually, um, I mean, with the combo of Edelman and Brady, I mean, and plus I have Edelman on my fantasy team, so you know, I'm looking for a big <laughs> game tonight. But uh, I got Patriots winning this one, thirty-three seventeen. Uh, I think they take it away late. I think it's pretty close to the first half, but I think we'll see the Patriots. You know, playing at home, I think. I have, the, I have to take the Patriots here. 
So today I was listening to Colin Coward's show and he was uh, talking about this line of Patriots 10 and a half and how basically, um, you know, you have like two great quarterbacks going at each other, like, you know, a pretty classic matchup and the 10 and a half is obviously like very appetizing and he's saying this is just a trap game. He was with you. He was saying that he thinks the Patriots are going to win in a blowout. But I just feel like right now, I think the Colts are actually like a pretty gritty team. I don't feel like they're a, a terrible team. I think 10, I, my initial prediction was 10 even, but the, the 10 and a half, I, I think they just score like some late poo points or something to cover the spread. So I'm going to go with the Colts plus 10 and a half, but this is a game where, or I try not to bet the games that you know, I'm pulling for my team, the Patriots, so this is a game I would keep my hands off. But I think Jake seems to be um, pretty, pretty confident in his pick. I am. Uh, not, wouldn't consider it like a top three pick in terms of strength, strength of the spread. It's a very large, very large spread, but I will go, I will go Patriots, Patriots minus, minus, minus and a half. half. It's, hard, it's to hard to really go really against go that against when you got, got Tom Brady, Brady five-time five Super, Super Bowl winner. I mean, winner, I mean. Yeah. I'm yeah. just going to go with Patriots here. Yeah, and just, yeah, just for the audience to know, each week we're going to have our top three picks that you know we're basically going to solidify as like, yeah, guaranteed to win or so we think. So we'll keep track of our top three picks and then our overall record for each week. The next game, Sunday at one o'clock, Broncos are visiting the Jets. You want to start with that one? Um, You know, you know, I'm going to take Broncos here. It's straight up. You know, Broncos coming off a tough loss last week to a very strong Chiefs team. Um. Really, I mean, really, I'm, looking I'm looking forward to forward seeing, to seeing uh, Case, Keenum Case Keenum do some work, do some for, the work for the Broncos. I think they come back, they bounce back, back from a tough loss. loss, and I think and they top this top young Jets team, team that have Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold. Yeah, yeah, and this is also, uh, I also picked the Broncos on this one straight up. The line is zero right now, so uh, not, not really sure why. I thought they would at least be favored by a point, but it's even. Um, yeah, after last week, I saw a lot of positive things against them in City City. Darnold still looks young. He looks inexperienced, and he'll have two great pass rushers, uh, Von Miller and Bradley Chubb, coming at him. Still a pretty good defense in the Broncos that held – Pat Mahomes only to 27, which I know doesn't sound like much, but he's been on fire. Um, and also, I have this as my one of my top three picks of the week. So this is one of my one of my guarantees that I'm uh, guaranteeing myself to bet on and for the Broncos to win. Um, the next one, also Sunday at one o'clock, Packers and Lions. Packers visiting the Lions. Packers one and a half point favorites. I have to go Packers here, and I know it's at the Lions, but this is a rivalry matchup, and Aaron Rodgers, he's a bad man, as Stephen Hansen. And, <laughs> even uh, now with that injury? He doesn't even, look even, right. Even now with the injury, I still think Rodgers comes out and wins this game. Now, fun fact, Rodgers has not played the Lions in over three, well, since the 2016-17 season. Oh, wow. You had, um, what is his name? Um... Quarterback. They had, they were playing with backup last year. Um, Brett Hundley. Or? Yes, Brett yeah, Hundley. Brett Hundley. Yes, yeah. Brett, Hundley. Um, Brett Hundley played against the Lions both times last year and lost both times. So Packers haven't beaten the Lions. Yeah, in quite some time. Quite some time since the 2016 season, 2016-17. So I think Rodgers is coming out for some revenge. You know, haven't beaten the Lions in a while. So I, I think that they won this one easily. I have them winning 31 to 10. Oh wow. Well, I'm on the opposite side of you, Jake. I'm I'm plus one and a half Lions, and uh, don't don't 
take my bet for this one because I think I'm still traumatized by that Lions win against the Patriots that made us look terrible. <laughs> this is true. I mean, but you know, I think the Lions do have a pretty decent defense. I think Stafford is good enough. They um they just barely lost to the Cowboys last week. I think they want some revenge. And the re- the real reason I'm picking the Lions here plus one and a half is um because I don't trust Rodgers yet. He just doesn't look right. He still looks too injured for me. Yeah. I mean, he's definitely. You can definitely see his his output is just not. It's not as. It's what, not it's Aaron Rodgers level. It's not what we're used to seeing. I mean, he's not putting out the numbers we're used to seeing. But this is a rivalry game, and for me, you know. In Detroit, it, though. In Detroit, yeah, I know. You know, I feel like. They're just gonna carry feel, over. Right, so I feel like Detroit. They lost to the Cowboys last week, and you know. I feel like the Cowboys aren't that great, really. No, I don't think. Before the season started, I yes, predicted Cowboys I, six and ten. I, I'm probably I'm right. I'll probably say I'm on par with that prediction, but um, so I, I don't think that that was a. Uh, and then I also then I thought that it was a fluke one against the Patriots. I mean they they yeah. had Matt Patricia who. Well, this is the Patriots team that in September is always terrible. This it is seems true. so. Patricia playing against his old team, they ended up finding a way to do it. But I, I like the Lions, but I'm just gonna have to take the Packers here. So this is one of your top three of the week. This is one of my top three of the week. I have it a blowout to the Packers in at Ford Field. All right, so so far Jake and I both have one guaranteed uh, game down. All right, next game, Giants, Eli Manning visiting Cam Newton and the Carolina Panthers. The Panthers are seven-point favorites, and what do you make of the Giants since they just played your Saints last week? You know, I still haven't even found a read on my own team with the Saints, you know. I felt like our defense came out, played well. We won... 32 to 18, if I'm not mistaken. That was something along. It was a two score game, either way. Yeah, 33 18, I think. Uh, yeah, there you go. Um, But the Giants' offense, I'm just I'm not sure if it's absolutely horrific or if they just haven't shown up to play. I took Giants plus seven here, but I'm not sure if that pick is coming from my gut or my heart because I absolutely hate the Panthers. <laughs> um, at the moment, I feel like Eli has the potential to be great. We've oh, seen him man. great. It just has been a long time. It's been a long time. He's got the weapon in Saquon Barkley, who's a screen back, and he's also just a ground-to-pound guy. And then you got Odell, who's one of the best in the league. I have the Giants coming out to play, and they're going to win this one in a close one. They're going to win it straight up. Straight up. I have them winning 28-24. Oh, wow. What the upset. I'm going opposite of you again. We haven't been agreeing on much of these. (laughs) But... um. I think it's my lack and lack of trust in Eli. Britt and I were on the other podcast, uh, or my podcast, but the the predictions or whatever. But um, I was talking about how bad Eli Manning is and how I think he's like a bottom, like ten quarterback in the league. And I think him visiting the Panthers, uh, I think Cam Newton's too good right now. He's looked a lot better with Norv Turner at offensive coordinator. Um, the Saints, they kind of blew out the Giants. I know it seemed close for most of the game, but I think for the Saints to go into New York and do that, I think the Panthers should be able to win by a touchdown at home. So I have Panthers, uh, they're seven-point favorites, and I have them covering. But if I had to put my money on it, I would say it, it would, they're going to win by seven and probably uh, break even with that bet. But uh, I just don't think the Giants are very good. I definitely don't think Eli Manning is that good. But we will find out soon. We will find out. <laughs> See if Eli comes up to play. Yeah. 
which is rare, unless it's like 2011, 2012. Yeah. Could be an anomaly, you never know. <laughs> it is Panthers-like. True. Uh, next game, Titans, who have actually looked pretty good so far, visiting the Bills, who won that one random game against the Vikings. Uh, Titans recently beat the Jaguars, and they also beat the Eagles, so it looks like they beat two great teams. Who do you have here? I have Titans minus three and a half. Um, Mike Rabel, new coach, looking pretty good. I mean, they. Uh, I liked how they went out there on fourth down and overtime last week. Went down, the fourth down paid off, and they ended up winning the game because of it. I mean, yeah. I like the, I like the gamble there by Mike Rabel, and I feel like in order to cover the spread against the Bills, also we've seen the Bills; they're not the best team in the NFL. I got them as like probably a bottom two team in the NFL. Yeah, which is surprising seeing a three and a half point spread only. Kind of seems like seems like they know something. Seems like a little bit like a trap. Maybe Josh Allen comes out to play. I'm not sure. That team's in a rebuilding mode with a new quarterback and all. But yeah. But uh, I feel like the Titans really have to get the run game going. I mean, it hasn't been there for Derrick Henry. Uh, I feel like he's got to be a key to to this game. Uh, but I, I have Titans coming out, covering the spread. I have them winning 24-7. All right, yeah. And I uh, also, we agree on this one for once. Uh, I have Titans minus 3.5. I just don't think the Bills are anywhere near good enough to hang with the Titans. Mike Vabrell, uh he's looked like a great coach so far for this Titans team. And uh, I just don't see them laying an egg here in, uh, in Buffalo. Uh, I think they've beat two great teams the last two weeks, and I hope this isn't one of those trap games where, you know, they're just kind of brushing off the bills. Oh, they suck. We don't need to play that hard. I hope it's not one of those because if they give their best, they're easily going to cover this three and a half points, and that's what I expect this game. Um, this is also Jake's, uh, one of his top three that he would put in there. So, so far he has Packers minus one and a half and Titans minus three and a half. Um the three, the half point scares me just a little bit. That's why I didn't put this as one of my top three. But I think it's a good pick. I agree. Um, I I will say to all the listeners out there, I may buy that half point if I were you. You know, take a little bit. Yeah, this is a good take, idea. Take a little bit of the risk off of that. But um, I do think Titans cover this one. Yeah, I agree with that for sure. All right, this matchup, uh, this one was a super hard one for me to pick here. I had a really tough time with it. But Falcons at Steelers. Steelers are three-point favorites. And what did you make of this when you first saw this line? Just like you, man, uh, this is probably one of my tougher ones to pick. Uh, I picked Falcons plus three. Um, Steelers are actually 0-7 in their last seven home games against the spread. Oh, my gosh. So, uh, you know, Steelers minus three. I still don't think they cover this. I think they continue to 0-8 against the spread. But I do have them winning just in a very tight battle. I got them winning 38-37. You see two very powerful offensive like offensive oh, yeah, for approaches, sure. as you saw in the Saints, um, the Saints-Falcons, as well as the Bengals-Falcons last week. Two tough losses for the Falcons. Um, I think they suffer a third straight loss. I hate the Falcons. Probably my least favorite team, so I may be a little <laughs> biased here. I have them covering plus three, but I do have the Steelers winning in a close one here. Yeah, and this one was really tough for me to pick. Um, as we know, the Falcons' offense is unbelievable. They're putting up points left and right. Matt Ryan looks amazing. The problem is their defense their uh, defense just can't get off the field. And um, with the Steelers coming, or with them going to the Steelers, the Steelers, they looked terrible against the Ravens last week, which was really concerning to me. 
And, you know, I'm not worried about the Falcons' offense whatsoever. It's going to be their defense versus the Steelers' offense, which hasn't seemed to be, uh, hasn't been clicking yet. And all the Falcons' games so far have been extremely close. So, so far, or uh, this week, I'm going to put Falcons covering the three points as well. I'm not sure who's going to win straight up, but I just know this will be a great matchup. And then basically for their division, really, because Falcons are one and three, Steelers one, two, and one. So the winner or loser of this game is really a big win and really a tough loss for them. Yeah, I've, um, what I've been reading is they're calling this one the desperation bowl because really... <laughs> yeah, I mean, this lo- one can put lo- you lo- out. The loser of this game is really going to be in a hole in their division and have, they're going to really have to fight to come back into the playoffs here. Um, I mean, honestly, the, the way this uh, season's been rolling, we could see a tie, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> it's just weird because um, like even if the Falcons lose this game... I would still consider them like a top ten team in the NFL, and maybe one and four. <laughs> I agree. I mean, the Falcons have had some. Um, they've had some defensive losses. I know they've lost some players due to injury on defense, and everybody's well aware of that. But their offense is it's it kind of reminds me of um, the old Saints team where oh yeah we, we had a very high powered offense. We were always putting points up on the board, but we were allowing thirty a game, which it just won't cut in the NFL. And unfortunately, that's what's happening with Falcons, but. We'll see what happens. I'm really looking forward to this match. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And I just think the Steelers are a mess, like I said. So me and Jake both agree on this one. Falcons plus three. Uh, the other the other games in that division, uh, we have Ravens at Browns. Ravens look amazing so far. Just beat the Steelers last week. The spread is three points for the in the uh, Ravens' favor. And um, I can tell you right now, this is one of my locks of the week, but I'll, I'll let Jake go first. So I got Ravens minus three as well. Um, And, you know, Joe Flacco, there's always that, you know, he's won a Super Bowl and they're like, oh, is he elite or is he not? He's definitely not elite. There's a a point in his career where he was playing great football. He had a few off years. But, you know, I'll say that. It feels like Eli type of guy. Almost like Eli, except not as sharp of a decline. I feel like he's still got. Yeah, he's still still getting his team to the playoffs, which is good. But, you know, I'll say that this is the best, like, I, I feel like I've seen Flacco been playing in a year, in a few years at least. Uh, they got John Brown as a receiver in this year, and he's finding the deep ball to him. They've connected multiple times. And I'm not really sold on the Browns yet. They're a young team. There's a lot of changes at the quarterback, the wide receiver. Oh, yeah. Everywhere there's a lot of change. But you love their hard knocks. I did watch the hard <laughs> knocks. I really enjoyed it. I feel like they got a lot of grit. I feel like they got they got a lot of betters because of people watching that. Oh, I definitely jumped on that bandwagon. <laughs> I uh, picked up a few fantasy players like David Njoku, tight end. Haven't really panned out the best, but, you know, I will say I'm not completely sold on the team. I think they need a, to grow as a team. You know, Jarvis Landry. Uh, they lost Josh Brown. Or Josh Brown. Josh, Josh Gordon. Gordon. Uh, they lost Josh Gordon, but I feel like, he, I feel like getting rid of Josh Gordon was a great move because – they moved past that era. Now they can move forward as a team and try to grow under Baker Mayfield. But yeah, the Ravens minus three. I will have. I did take Ravens minus three. I have them winning twenty-eight to twenty. Yeah, and I'm Ravens minus three, and this is one of my locks of the week here. Um, they just look scary. I mean, the Ravens look scary. They just went into Pittsburgh last week and won. This looks like a Ravens team that the Patriots don't want to play in the playoffs. And the Browns. I mean, yes, they have talent on their roster. They still have won one game in the last 
whatever amount of a games long, it is. A long, very long time. <laughs> or I guess two two in the last this season, the season before, and the season before that, they've won two games. Well, the key is they finally got to unlock those fridges and give beer to the city of <laughs> Cleveland. So dilly dilly Cleveland. <laughs> but uh, I have Ravens minus three. Ma- Baker Mayfield, I think he can be good in the future, but. This is going to be really tough for him facing this defense. I don't care if it's at home for him. Um, They're going to give him a lot of fits. And I think the Ravens hold them to, you know, maybe 14 points or under, and the Ravens are going to run away with this one. This is my lock of the week, Ravens minus three. Uh, Next, we have AFC East Division, um, Dolphins versus AFC North Bengals. Bengals look great. Bengals 3-1 went into Atlanta last week and won on a thriller. Uh, who do you have here, Jake? I took Bengals minus six here. Um, I feel like I've noticed this year, I actually, they switched it off the Patriots game because it was such a blowout last week, so I got to watch the Bengals Falcons, which I was excited about. Turned out to be a really good game. One thing I've noticed was Andy Dalton is working with a lot better of a line than he did, line than he did last year. Oh, yeah. um, he looks good this year. Maybe got, that's probably why. He's got more time in the pocket. And he's got some great wide receiver options and A.J. Green and Tyler Boyd. Unfortunate loss to Tyler Eifert last week. I mean, that was just a yeah, it's a unfortunate, it's an unfortunate injury for him because he's kind of been affected by injuries throughout his career. Wishing him a really speedy recovery. But I think he's got some great options at wide receiver. And he found A.J. Green, I think it was, yeah, A.J. Green in the end zone to win it in the last seven seconds against a strong Falcons team last week. Uh, they also get Vontae's perfect back this week. Oh, yeah, he true. That's big in the middle. So he'll be coming back in there at linebacker. Dolphins are a little bit of a – the 3-1 and one record kind of indicates that they're a lot better than they are. Yeah, there's no way. I think that they are the worst 3-1 and one team in the league. Oh, for sure. Far. Um, easily. I, I got Bengals covering this one easily. I got them winning 31-17. Yeah, and I have Bengals as well here. Bengals minus six. Uh, I think they're just way too good for the Dolphins. I know it's a three and one matchup, which this matchup looks great on paper, but really, um, I just don't think the Dolphins are very good. Sorry, Raul, if you're listening, but I don't think they're very good. Um, I know you, everyone loves Tammy Hill, but after what they did in the Pats last week, um, it's just very discouraging. I can't pick them in this game. The Bengals look great. They've beat some really quality opponents. Um, and I'm taking them minus six, and then I also think they win by you know a couple of touchdowns if I had to if I had to bet on it, which I guess we do since we're on a betting podcast. But all right, hey, we've had uh, four straight picks in a row. We're <laughs> yeah, on, we're, on we're, we're on the same. We're getting on the same page here page. finally, except on this next one. We're gonna have a little bit of difference here, but Jaguars, a a pretty big AFC favorite as long or as well as the Chiefs, who are also another AFC favorite. Um, Chiefs are three-point favorites. This was so hard. This was, a, this was probably the second hardest behind that um, Steelers-Falcons game because you got a high-powered defense in the Jaguars versus a high-powered offense. And they always say defense wins games, and that proved in the Super Bowl when the Broncos <laughs> defeated the Panthers. Yeah. Woo-woo. <laughs> <laughs> and, um... I got Jags plus three here. I think defense really prevails again. Pat Mahomes is a young guy. You know, Chiefs are 4-0 against the spread this year, but I think that rain comes to an end this week because, I mean, Pat Mahomes, they were saying Denver was a, his first true test, but I really think that this Jags defense is his first true test. And fortunately, Pat Mahomes is at home, 
So he won't have a super difficult crowd to deal with. He's at home, so he'll have the yeah. crowd behind him. But That's what kind of sways me. Uh, Jalen Ramsey already has our every week. There's a tired tire kill. Oh, God. He said he's more of just a kick returner than a wide receiver. We'll see, uh, we'll, see, uh, we'll see if he we'll can, back, if he can that back that up. You know? He seems to usually, he seems so. to usually, usually back, it back it up. And I really, and I really respect, respect his, talent, his talent. But the man, but the man has, has... He's got a... He's a trash talker, let's just say that. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see if we'll he can back it up. Sometimes that'll come by back at you. This game for me was really tough to pick. I think a lot of people might pick the Jaguars to win this game straight up. Just based on the fact that Mahomes hasn't played a defense nearly as vicious as this. Uh, in his career, whole career, obviously, he's only been four games his career, career, I guess five, including week 17 of last year. But this, uh, uh, then this game, I picked Chiefs minus three. And what really swayed me is the Chiefs' home crowd because, one, I don't trust Bortles. And, two, I definitely don't trust Bortles in a hostile place like Kansas City. Um, and also, three, I just don't think I can bet against the Chiefs until I see them lose a game with Mahomes because I've never seen a kid this talented. He looks like Rodgers but faster and a bigger arm. And um, for right now, I just can't pick against them. I have the Chiefs minus three. But uh, I would say stay away from this game because it's two great teams early in the season, and we don't know what we're going to get yet from both of them. It's definitely a very unpredictable one. I think it's going to be close. Too close too to call, close I would stay away from I agree, stay away from this game. game. Um, um, not really not sure really what sure to expect, what to expect out, of out of this one. With, with such a, such a, we haven't seen, like you said, we haven't seen the Chiefs lose yet. Right. right. And Pat Mahomes, he's a talented kid, but eventually you're going to come. Yeah, eventually. I mean, this would be the defense to do it. This would definitely be the defense to stop him. But I definitely, we're a little bit different on this, but, you know, I think that they get their first loss this week. Yeah, we'll yeah, see. We'll and, see uh, and, uh, all right, all right Sunday, Sunday, 4.05, we have a West Coast matchup. The Raiders at the Chargers, and the Chargers are four-and-a-half-point favorites, and Jake and I agree on this one. I'll go first on this since this is my lock of the week, my third lock of the week, Raiders plus four-and-a-half. And the reason I think this is because, one, the Raiders are basically a home team in L.A. You know, they used to be in L.A. The Chargers have, like, eight fans in the whole world. And, uh, and uh, I, think I think the Raiders are, you know, they're going to be basically playing at home. The Chargers, I do like them as they're playing their one season six. But uh, I think Derek Carr in this offense, Gruden really has them rolling. And um, I know they just barely beat the Browns. Their defense is terrible. But the Chargers' defense isn't very good either. Um, I just like the Raiders in this matchup. And I really think the home field advantage, even though it's at Chargers, I really guarantee you that it'll be majority Raiders fans in that stadium. That's an interesting, interesting, interesting <laughs> thought. You know, I mean, I definitely, we saw it last year, I think, when the Chargers were playing, I think, the Eagles and just more Eagles fans yeah, turned exactly. out in that, in that stadium. I mean, not really sure. I mean, I guess it's, it's obviously a business decision to move to L.A. for the Chargers, but I was a bigger fan when they Before, were like Four and a half points feels like a lot, don't you think, or no? Feels like a Honestly, lot. Honestly, I was very back and forth on this one. I mean, the Raiders, obviously, they're, what are they, one and three now? Yeah, one and three. One and three with their one win coming the Browns. in a very, very close <laughs> one against the Browns. True. Okay. High scoring overtime. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm not really sure on this game, honestly. Um, both of these teams won in very close games last week, and both were very skeptical wins. Like, Chargers barely beat the 49ers with, um, with their backup QBs, uh, CJ. Um, and you know. 
Chargers getting a close win last week. Raiders also getting a close win last week. I think it's going to be a close one. I'm not sure who wins this one, but I do think the Raiders will Cover. keep within the four and a half points. So yeah, I mean, I, I go with Raiders four and a half, but I, I'm really not too sure on this one. Yeah, I mean, I'm not guaranteeing the Raiders' victory whatsoever, but I just feel like laying four and a half points is a little too much in this scenario, and. uh you know, I think maybe Raiders lose by three. They could win. I don't know, but I this is my lock of the week. I have them covering the four and a half. Wow. Really? Lock yeah. of the week? Lock of the week. I mean, Chargers have a pretty strong offense, though. Like, they do, but, I mean, you I know, so do the Raiders. You're right. I mean, <laughs> Gruden yeah. actually is like... Derek yeah. Carr is supposed to come out sometime. I mean, he's supposed to yeah. come out and start playing. What was that, like two years ago, he was an MVP candidate, too. He so. was, exactly. And I'm, I'm waiting, waiting to see that, Derek Carr. I'm really looking forward to it, but... And they got... Old man Marshawn Lynch still true. He is killing it, man. He is killing it. And That's a player you just don't want to play against, man, still at this age. But at the same time, then, on the other side of the ball, you got Chargers with Yeah, Rivers looks good. You got Rivers looking good. You got Melvin Gordon and that Austin Eckler combo. I mean, they found, I feel like the dual running back system has found a lot more success recently. You know, you got the Patriots. Yeah. You got the Saints. Saints, obviously. Chargers are now coming in with this yeah. Austin Eckler guy. I think the Raiders, or I think the Chargers win this one in a close one, but I do have Raiders traveling spread. Yep, I could totally see that. Another uh, four twenty-five Sunday matchup, uh, NFC Championship game last year actually. Vikings at Eagles. Eagles are three-point favorites. Uh, I have Vikings plus three here. Um, yeah, I put this as a stay-away game. I would stay away from this game as well. You know, Eagles losing to the Titans last week. Viking, Vikings losing close to a really good Rams team last week. Yeah. Um, I think Vikings... They're too unpredictable right now. They really are, because the Vikings hang really close with the L.A. Rams, yet get blown <laughs> out Bills. by an absolutely terrible Buffalo Bills team. Yeah. I don't know what to expect here. Vikings looked a lot better last week. They still allowed a lot of points. But... Um, I have them beating the reigning Super Bowl champions in a tight Ooh, one. Ooh, winning straight up. 21-17 is what I got it at. All right, and I have, uh, I have the Vikings covering plus three. Um, I think this inconsistent Vikings defense especially. Um, I mean, this was my fantasy pick in the year. I, I thought this defense was guaranteed to be great, but so far they haven't been. Eventually they're going to get back on track. You combine that with... Carson Wentz not being in full self. He looks like, you know, 70%, maybe 75% of what he was last year. Um, Eagles just lost to the Titans last week. So, I mean, I don't know. The Eagles don't look they don't look nearly as good as they did last year. Obviously, a Super Bowl winning team. And the Vikings, uh, I think they can cover the three points. So, I'll take the Vikings plus three. Uh, we have another West Coast matchup. Rams at Seahawks. Undefeated Rams. Everyone thinks they're the best team in the league. Um, Rams are seven and a half point favorites. And this one was really tough for me. Uh, the half point got to my head, but I'll let you go ahead. Like you said, the half point got to my head too. You got the option to buy the half point here. Definitely buy it. Yeah, I agree. Rams are three and one against the spread. You know. They're coming off a very well-rested week. They played Thursday night last week, so they got a little extra rest compared to compared to the Seahawks, who... What were, who did the Seahawks play last week? Um, the one of the Cardinals? They barely won, 2017? Yes, and they and they snuck by in that game. But um, I have Rams 7.5 here just because they're well-rested, very high-powered offense, 
And, you know, their they're dominant offensive ways, I think they're going to yeah, continue unreal. against the Seahawks. And Seahawks just lost um, Earl Thomas last yeah, week. Yeah, that's a big one. And that's a big one. And, and it's that Seahawks, I know. They're, they're the home of the 12th man. But I don't see this as the same Seahawks defense as we once saw it as. I have the Rams winning this one 35-20. Uh, yeah, I'm a, I think you're like swaying me on this pick now, but <laughs> I picked the Seahawks plus seven and a half and now I'm reevaluating this, but, uh, the half point first off got to me initially, I, uh, I would have said Rams will win by seven. Um, the only reason I have Seahawks plus seven and a half is because Russell Wilson is unbelievable at home and yeah, the defense isn't as good and Earl Thomas is gone. But Russell Wilson still has magic in him. He's still one of the best quarterbacks if he has an offensive line. Um, but the Ram- now the Rams, man, they're just too good. So I'm really reconsidering this pick. But I have Seahawks plus 7.5 just based on the fact that they're going into Seattle. And that's a really tough place to play. And Russell Wilson always does great at home. So uh, this will be a really close one. Um, but, yeah, we differ on this pick. Then we have the poop game of the week. Can't wait for it. Can't <laughs> wait to not watch this. Arizona one. visiting San Francisco 49ers. This is a ter- this is a terrible game that no one wants to watch. The Niners are uh, four point favorites, and uh, Jake and I differ on this one as well. But I mean, I would never I would never bet on this poop game. But uh, if I had to, well, I'll, I'll let Jake go ahead. I don't have any intentions to bet on this game this week. I don't know enough about either of these teams. Yeah, I put stay away in my notes. <laughs> we, we got to take this one. <laughs> I would not go for this one either. Um, we got Josh Rosen, who is a uh, one of the many rookies that are coming in this year. Uh, you know, they looked decent last week, but, you know, they, they didn't get it done. Yeah, so against Seattle. But I think Josh Rosen comes out against this 49ers defense, and I think he gets his first win. Um, they lost in a close one to the Chargers last week. Um, the 49ers did. And I think that they're just going to continue to go downhill. I, think, I don't see a very successful season for the 49ers this year. I think they're going to find themselves in that draft pick this upcoming draft. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm gonna, I don't know a whole lot about this pick, so I'd stay away from it. I have Cardinals plus four, though. Yeah, I mean, I want to keep this one short and sweet. Stay away from this pick. I have Niners minus four, just purely based on the fact that they hung in there against the Chargers. I think the Cardinals are the worst team in the NFL, to be uh, perfectly honest with you. And I think them visiting the Niners, I think four is enough for the Niners to cover that. But I don't even want to talk about this. This game is just so, well, let's so just, bad. Let's just move past Let's just go. I don't even like this one. Yeah. I'm just going to move forward. <laughs> Yeah, we're just we're skipping this game, but just for the record, those are our picks. And uh, like I said, at the end of the week, we'll have our picks, our records, and our top three locks record, and all that kind of stuff. So, all right, next Sunday night game, two Texas teams: the Cowboys visiting the Texans. The Texans actually favored in this game by three. What did you make of this line? Because this one was surprising to me. You know, I'm not entirely surprised. Dallas. How come? Dallas has looked a little iffy all year. You know, yeah. they're two and two, I think now, getting a close one against the Lions last week. Yeah, I'm not shocked by the minus three, and I actually have them covering the minus three. It's the Battle of Texas. It's prime time Sunday night. Doesn't oh yeah, get, doesn't get much better than that for a Texan fan. I think the fans come out strong. 
you know, Clowney and Watt combo is looking very dangerous this year. Oh, yeah, they're good. I do not want to play against that defense. They hung in there against the Patriots week one, got the loss by seven points, I think it was, and they put up a lot of points. And they got very fortunate in not having a tie against the Colts last week. Colts with a very risky play there. Risky. <laughs> yeah. But let me ask you this. Say the Colts punt that ball and this game ties. What do you think? Do you think the line is still three, or do you think it goes down? I probably move it down to like minus one or maybe. Yeah, that's maybe what I'm thinking, even, honestly, because a, a win looks a lot better on the stat sheet. Exactly. That's and why I'm kind of in between. The fact that they put up a lot of points against that Colts defense. I mean, they put up good points. They haven't had a problem putting up points. Deshaun Watson is looking. He's looking good. He's he's definitely limited in his running as opposed like compared to last year where it felt like he was running a lot more. But I think the Texans get it done. Zeke's going up a pretty uh, – he's going to have a test this week. He's looked really solid this year. He looked really great against Detroit last week as well. But, you know, the Clowney-Watt combo. Is he the best running back in NFL, Zeke? No. Who is? Gurley? Uh, Gurley or Kamara, honestly. Ooh. Ooh, Jay, with the Saints homer pick of Kamara. I mean, let's be real. I mean, he, <laughs> nah, he is great. I mean, he is also like a true, like, true running true back. True running back. Uh, I, I say Gurley still, yeah. probably. Gurley, yeah. I mean, Kamara, he's got, like, he's probably the best screen back in the game. Oh, right easily. And, you know, if we have to go statistic-wise, fantasy-wise, he is number one <laughs> in most leagues, at least PPR leagues that I am in, he is. Um, I definitely think Gurley's better than Zeke. Zeke, don't get me wrong, Zeke is great. He's also an Ohio State Buckeye, so I kind of don't like him for that as well. Michigan fan here. And um, I think he's got, he's got a real test against the Texans defense this week. I'm really looking forward to the Sunday night game. Yeah, I think it'll be a good one. Yeah, um, I have Cowboys plus three on this pick. And really because, like, I, uh, like we kind of discussed earlier, if the Texans... Sorry, if the Colts punt that ball against the Texans, then I'm not sure what this line is, which easily could have happened. Um, I think the Cowboys, they're they're not a great team. I picked them to be terrible, but I also think the Texans are pretty terrible. They might have the worst offensive line with uh, Seattle in the whole league. Um, I was actually really surprised to see Texans laying three points. I thought maybe one, but I have Cowboys plus three. I think Zeke can uh, handle the defense. I think he can run. I think Dak, um, he's not one of my favorite quarterbacks. He's, I don't think he's very much a great quarterback, but I think he's good enough to get the job done. Um, and I have the uh, Cowboys plus three in this one, which brings us to the Monday night matchup where we get to hear the terrible Jason Witten and his commentating skills, which are the worst in the world. Can we, Can we just, just like switch, switch Tony Romo with Jason? <laughs> there, you know? Seriously, just put Romo on every game. Tony Romo is easily my favorite announcer. I just, he's, he's got, got so, so much insight. That's where he calls all the plays. He has to like refrain from calling something. Yeah, but uh, we have Redskins visiting New Orleans, where the Saints are six and a half point favorites. And uh, Jay, I'll let you go first since uh, this is your favorite team. All right. So um, obviously a little biased here. Six and a half point spread. I, I got the Saints covering it. You know, Drew Brees loves playing on some prime time. They're at home as well. And to top it all off, he only needs 200 passing yards to complete the all-time passing yards record. True. Um, Drew Brees, sensational quarterback, definitely a Hall of Famer. 
Obviously, if he's about to take over, he's, I swear, he, he just he continues to break so many records, and I'm sure he'll have at least three or four passing records by the time he retires. Well, did you see that stat today that I think Brady uh, Brady needs three touchdowns, and then Breeze needs four, four. for them both to hit 500? That's unbelievable. Like just going Maybe back. same weekend. That is, that is incredible. Both those quarterbacks just absolutely incredible. Such a pleasure to watch them through my life. Um. I'm really looking forward to this game, obviously, getting to see the Saints on TV, primetime. I think the last primetime, for some reason, it just sticks to me, the last primetime. No, no, Saints don't say it. <laughs> it was against the Vikings, and we lost on what they're calling, you know, the mini, the Minnesota Miracle, and I'm just... Yeah. I have the Saints covering this one. I have them winning 31-20. Redskins, also probably a little bitter from their loss last year to the Saints. True. So I think they come out fighting. Uh, Alex Smith, you know, he's a great quarterback. He did well with the Chiefs last he's year. He's a great quarterback? I think he's a great quarterback. Oh, wow. I think he, he, he has the potential to be great. Sure. Uh, I don't even know anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's good. He's good enough to hang for sure. But either way, we agree on this pick. I had the Saints minus six and a half. Uh, Saints, to me, are a top five NFL team. They're at home. They have a great home crowd. Um they have Kamara, who's unstoppable right now. He was unstoppable last year. He's going to be unstoppable this year. Six and a half. I think they covered that by a touchdown. Um, and I think the Saints win this one uh, easily on a Monday night in a, in, a big, uh, in a big matchup for them to take even more of a lead in the uh, NFC South. But the Panthers are right behind them. With They've had a bye week. So. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Going, going for their fourth straight win, I think they get it done at home. Yep. Yeah. You know, they got Saints... In their usual way, they have a very high-powered offense. We got Michael Thomas, who really like made a lot of people forget about Brandon Cooks. Like a lot of people. I mean, I was really on the Cooks bandwagon there. I was pretty sad to lose him to the Patriots, but Michael Thomas really filled in last year. Really looking forward to seeing how he grows as a player. But they just the Saints always have this high-powered offense, and realistically, they just need to have a decent defense in order to get to the playoffs. Yeah, I think just that week one might have been a fluke, you know. I mean, I think they don't look terrible I anymore. Mean, Tampa Bay beat them 48-40, to so they didn't show the inability to put up points. Yeah. They kind of, I don't know, the first two weeks were, the Saints before this year were like, oh, like they started the last three or four seasons 0-2, and we almost lost to the Browns, which is very <laughs> sad. Like, oh my True. God, I'm just forgetting about that game in general, and I'm just kind of Living in the present on this three-game win streak that we're on. I'm hoping that we make it a four this week. Yeah, and I agree. They're going to cover the six and a half. But uh, for our top three picks of the week, I just want to throw out there, we don't we don't show each other our picks until we get on here onto the podcast. So for my three uh, locks of the week, Jake agreed that those teams would win. Now we did have uh, our locks of the week were different with each other. So my three, he agreed on. And out of his three, I agreed on two of those. So overall, five of the six locks uh, we agree on. And uh, I'm excited to see how our locks turn out and see uh, if we can win some more money. I'm excited, I'm excited to see our throughout the rest of the season. Yeah. Kind of just but yeah. use a stack backboard board, but 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 yeah, definitely keep track of our uh, of our records and our betting records, and hopefully we don't lose too much money here. But it's going to be a fun time, and uh, make sure you tune in next week with uh, Brent and I, and also Jake and I. Um, not sure if we're going to combine the podcast yet, probably not. 
But, yep, me and Jake will do this every week. And then make sure to check out me and Brent's uh, Monday morning podcast. And we appreciate your time. Subscribe, rate, and review the show. Thank you for tuning into the MVP.